When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well met fellow adventurers, you find us back in the village of Durstick, which is now, from which the pumpkin patch has now presumably completely disappeared. But no one knows that I did it because they all thought Momokoaka did it. And that's probably for the best, because I assume the constant praise of these particular villagers might be slight, might be rather annoying. And it's not like they can give me fabulous wealth. Because it's just a small village. Yes, Durstig is a small village typical of most settlements in western Tysa. There are only a handful of buildings in the centre of the village. Although a few small groupings of homes lie on the outskirts. Now I can visit a tavern. If there's a quest... You'll probably start there. Visit the tavern. Dursic only tavern, the singing fool, is unremarkable in almost every way. Aside from a group of three old men huddled around the corner playing cards, the place is all but deserted. The tavern keep, a toothless white-haired man looks up and smiles at you as he wipes down the grind covered section. I'm engaging conversation with this tavern keep. The tavern keep smiles as you approach. When he begins speaking to you, he holds up his hand and shakes his hand. You realise that the elderly tavern keep can neither speak nor hear. Before, before you can respond to this, he's gone off to wipe down the table and seems seems to be paying you no further mind. Okay. I guess he probably has some system in place so he can actually mind the tavern for customers who aren't, you know, just bothering him. <laughs> yep. Alright, I'm going to order some food and drink. A young woman approaches you to take a seat at one of the wickety tables. Tells you a hot meal of pheasant stew and a mug of ale costs one gold token. I'm going to order the stew and ale for one gold token. The serving girl returns with your meal and, ha- and you hand her one gold token. The peasant stew is some of the best you've ever tasted and you relish every creamy drop. When you're finished with the stew, you wash it down with the mug of ale. The iron is bitter and has a musty aroma but leaves you feeling satisfied. You're pushing your chair back from the table 
when a middle-aged man strides up to you and asks if he can speak with you for a moment. I'm going to listen to what he has to say. Maybe it's a quest. The man introduces himself as Jebron and tells you that his brother operates a small farm on the edge of village. You are horrified when he explains that his brother's barn has become infested with a vicious pack of vicious tarn rats. Tarn rats look like wild large rats. This is primarily due to the fact that they are large rats. Tarn rats usually inhabit woodland areas, whereupon they prey upon most things smaller than them. Tales abound about packs of vicious tarn rats that have killed and devoured travellers. Although many great such tales with a fair amount of steps from still, a corner tarn rat can be a rather nasty opponent. You've heard, you've heard tales of the large rats multiplying rapidly and infesting entire towns and villages. He's afraid the beasts will be going after his livestock soon, and their numbers could get out of hand. No, I don't mean to explain, Steve Bond. I don't mean to intrude on you, sir. You're like someone you might know how to handle this. You think you might be able to help him out a bit? Agree and go to see Jeb Bond's brother. Jeb Bond was delighted when he agreed to try and try with his brother, brother's barn of the pack of tire rats. So you're about to leave the tavern, Jebron reaches into his pocket and retrieves a gold token, which he presses into your park. The very least I could do is pay for your meal, he smiles. You thank him and accept the coin. Outside the tavern, Jebron leads you to his wagon. You climb aboard and within minutes you find yourself on the outskirts of Dunstick, winding up a steep, steep road through plush, through plush green hills. Jebron's brother Barrick looks surprised when he comes out to find the wagon rolling into his farm. Jebron explains that you have graciously volunteered to perhaps literally take a stab at the Tarmwat infestation that threatens to guard control and harm his livestock. Well met indeed, smiles Barrick, as breathing hair sets the better part, part of ten years ahead of his brother. Barrick tells you that the Tarmwat about the fist that the Tarmwet business station has himself and several other farmers worried, for Tarmwet problems seldom go away on their own. As he speaks, he points to a tall, weathered barn set against the forest towards the back of his land. They're in there. Carried over a dozen of the foul things myself in the last few days. Had to move up all the animals out for fear they'd get mutilated by the beasts. Beric leads you towards the barn. When you arrive at the barn, Beric explains the layout of the structure. There is an airy eyes scan for the tarmats. The whole plate is animal stores, but there's a loft above. You get to it by a tall ladder at the far end of the barn. My guess is that the tarmats are nesting up in the loft as well. But I haven't been there in two days. Don't have the metal for this sort of thing, you know. Beric wishes you good luck. And again, and again, thanks. Before, before he leaves and heads towards where Jibbon waits by the wagon, he tells you that if you clear out all the time rats, make sure you'll have something for your efforts. You're standing in front of the enormous barn. The tall barn doors are slightly ajar. I'm going to enter this barn. You're on the first level of the barn. 
Even with the doors open, it remains dim and shadowy inside the large barn. Animal stalls line both sides of the barn, while a wide corridor leads to the back wall, where a tall wooden ladder climbs to the small opening to the hayloft. The scuttling of unseen feet can be heard from every shadow moved towards the ladder. You're taking no more than a couple of steps when your way is suddenly blocked by a tarnwagged. Which bites at me and is now slain. You stand over the bloody corpse of a tarnwagged, taking pride in your victory over the vermin. Okay, not too much pride, it's only a wag. You have now rid the barn of a total of one of the vicious tarn rats. Yeah, and anyway, it's another tarn rat now. It's a tarn rat, and I fight it. Now it's two down. Just keep going. Yeah, yeah I'm just, I'm just gonna keep making my way towards the ladder. That's the fourth tarn rat. Two tarn rats now, and that one is slain also. All right, that's two tarn rats down. Keep you just keep slowly going towards the ladder. Another two tarn rats, and they are slain, slain in one round. These are, as you would probably suspect, very, 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 very easy to kill. I mean, this is. Almost a kill ten rats quest, but there's a little bit of, but there's a bit of narrative to it. I mean, I'm trying. I'm going through the barn. I move towards the ladder. It's another tarn rat. I'm explicitly killing all the tarn rats, not just ten. It's every rat in this barn. I guess they're, they're quite large, so at least I should be able to see them all. But see, since they keep squeaking, move towards the ladder. It's another Tarnwat. Yeah, uh, yeah. Move to, uh, it's another Tarnwat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lot. You make it to the ladder. With no sign of any time rats on the first level of the barn. Climb the ladder to the loft. You're in the barn's hayloft. Head of you, at the far end of the loft, you make out what appears to be a massive wet nest that has been made out of the hay. It appears that the time rats have made themselves quite at home here. The scuttling of unseen feet can be heard from behind the shadowy piles of hay that litter the loft. You know what? I'd have probably just used poison. Although, admittedly, the thing with poison is you're not sure it, some of it might stick around and kill your animals. Or get a big scary dog. Yeah, I prefer, prefer a big, big scary dog. But may, maybe these tarn rats are too tough for a big scary dog. Or at least the sort of dog, at least the dog that's as scary as you can handle. The scuttling of unseen feet can be heard from behind the shadowy piles of hay that litter the loft. Move towards the large nest. It's another tarmwat! Surprise, surprise! That's twelve down. Keep moving towards the nest. It's two tarmwats! 
and those were slightly tougher because there was two of them. It's another two Tarnwats. Not that much tougher though. I've slain those two. 16 now. Yep, you're taking no more than a couple of steps when your way forward is suddenly blocked by a swarm of six Tarnwats. Whoa! That's a bit of an escalation. I expect to at least do four before I move straight on to six. Anyway, begin combat. It's still super duper easy. And will probably be super duper easy for everybody. Because there's dead dust rats. Pretty big rats, but still dust rats. The tarn rats swarm you, swarm you with gashing teeth. You stand over the bloody corpses of the Tarwax, taking fact pride in your victory over the swarm of thirty. Okay, okay, that's six of them. You get to feel one unit of pride. You better not be feeling one point one unit of pride, because that's too much pride, and that's that's. I think that's a sin, probably. I don't know. I, I'm not up to date with the theology of this world. It's 22 rats down. Ahead of you, far into the loft. You can hear no sounds of movements move towards the large nest. You make your way all the way to the large nest that's been constructed out of hay. Suddenly, stalking out the shadows, appears an excessively large tarmac, its face scarred just below its left eye. The vicious creature snarls at you and lunges forward to attack. Okay, admittedly, uh, if I was you that, I would run away. Surely you've heard those 22 other rats dying. Surely you have smelled their dying fear and their voided bowels and, and all that stuff. Just, just run. There's a forest not that far away. Just hide out in there, dig a hole, go, out, go eat some rabbits or something. Oh, I don't know. Just, just, just don't not hear, because I had to stab you. But no, no, you had to, you had to go and attack me. And now, I'm obliged to chop you into teeny, teeny, teeny pieces. I'm going to begin this combat now. The large tyrant gashes its teeth at you viciously. And it is slain. Even though it's large, it is still easy. The large tarn rat. And since the tarn rat is a large rat, it's a large, large rat. Lies, lies bloodied and unmoving in the middle of the large nest of hay. You make a quick search of the nest and discover a pouch containing some gold tokens. This, this small treasure was no doubt the property of one of the tarn rat's hapless victims. You search the barn from top to bottom, but can find no further Tarnwats. That was, I got 19 gold tokens. Nicely done, Zoop! 32 experience to general. Beric and his brother are ecstatic when you inform them their Tarnwat problem has been solved. You listen in earnest as you tell them the tale of your battle with the vicious vermin. Beric offers you 10 gold tokens for your trouble. When you politely refuse the, refuse the money, 
Then he insists and places it in your hand. Then he asks you to stay for supper with his family. My son Jock would sure love to hear how he handled those tarnabats, he says, hopefully. Okay, okay, I'll gonna okay. Thank him and stay for supper? Well, I, I, as a rule, I don't turn down a free meal. Admittedly, okay, it's not free. I've already killed all these rats, so it's a payback, but still. I don't turn down a meal which I've already paid for. Thank, thank him and stay for supper. Scupper in Breck's house proves to be no common affair. During the scrumptious meal, his young son, John, as you tell the story of how you cleared the tarn rats out the barn, no less than half a dozen times, Burke's wife's show expressed her relief over the riddance of the vicious creatures. We can now move the animals back in. Thank the old father, she says. After dinner, Burek and his brother, brother John, pour flagons of a stout ale, and the three of you enjoy the brew. When you decide it's time to go, you say goodbye to Breck's family, and Breck and Jebron leave the farmhouse with you. Breck bids you farewell and thanks you again. Jebron gives you a ride back to Dunstig on his wagon. Arriving in the wagon, he bids you farewell as you disembark and his wagon pulls away. Okay, so just going to get another drink at the tavern and see if anything else turns up. Nope, nope, nope. Okay, now there's, there's woodlands west of the village to explore. Where that tarot would be hiding if it's not so stupid. But instead, there's no doubt other things there. Explore the woodlands west of the village. The forest west of Dernstig is initially sparse, but becomes progressively more dense the further westward you go. You travelled less than a mile through the wood, when you come across upon a nervous, narrow foot, footpath that leads north through some tangled undergrowth, follow the path. Move along the tangled path, taking great care not to lose your footing in a thick undergrowth, you know, spilling across it. After several hundred yards, the path abruptly turns west and climbs a gradual slope until it reaches the edge of a small cleaning. Cautiously move up to the path and step into the clearing. At first, you believe the clearing to be empty, but as you walk through the tall grass, you happen upon a curious find. Lying in the centre of the clearing, well concealed by the tall grass, is a large, flat slab of stone. Strange markings adorn the surface of the stone, and you lead down for a closer inspection. Though you cannot readily decipher any of the strange markings, you note that on the left side of the stone slab, there is a distinct impression in the shape of a human hand. Almost looks as if your hand would fit perfectly into the impression. I'm going to place my hand in the impression and... I mean, it's... Probably couldn't go horribly, horribly well, but I'll do it. Now once you place your hand inside the impression, a strange sensation comes over you and your heart begins to waste. A staggering of pain shoots through your chest and you topple over backwards, hitting the ground with a north foot enough force to drive the wind from your lungs. Everything goes black. Okay, okay, maybe that was a bad idea. Oh, I'm in a safe area now at least, which means I'm going to restore. Going to heal those wet, those little wet wounds. Your eyes flies open and you stagger to your feet. 
You're still in the grassy clearing, but it's now dusk, and the moon is peeking over the tops of the forest surrounding trees. The stone stab still lies at your feet, and save for a nasty bump on your head, you seem to have suffered no ill effects from the experience. Gazing around your surroundings, you suddenly realise you are not alone. North side of the clearing, only a few feet from the forest edge, stands a row of seven life-size statues. The statues depict armoured knights in full battle poses. Each statue has been expertly sculpted down to the most minute details. They are eerily perfect. Next to the road, the row of statues stands a born plinth. Place your hand in pressure on stone slabs. And that just... Uh, that just brings me back to the woods. So, no, no point doing that yet. Examine the plinth. The se- seven perfectly round wings are carved into the surface of the plinth. Below the wings is an inscription in a fanciful script which reads, When the seven have fallen, the mighty shall be rewarded. Okay, I'm going to examine the statues. And now there's, as I said before, seven of them. You look over the row of statues that line the north side of the clearing. Each life-size statue picks a fully armoured knight in full battle pose. Each knight has the outline of a different creature and blade blaze upon his breastplate and shield. A bloodstone statue stands next to the row of statues. Examine the knight whose emblem is a fox. As you approach the statue of a knight whose armour blares the emblem of a fox, it suddenly comes to life. To life. The figure, once frozen in stone, is now flesh, and the blood standing... Now flesh and blood standing a bit before you. The knight takes several steps in your direction, his eyes fixed on you in contemporous glare. He levels his long sword at you. You will pay for your life for what you have done to her. She screams. I won't know your blood, Karen. I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea. I'm going to attack. I have to attack this knight. You bravely engage the knight of the fox. Now Now, these seven knights, they're all scaled. So they'll have the same to hit difficulty, no matter how tough I get. But, the stamina points don't scale, so it actually becomes a lot easier to do when you're at a high level. The knight slashes upwards at you. You have slain your foe. The knight staggered forwards and collapses, his sliced blood spilling forth from his open wounds. You watch in utter disbelief as the knight's battering corpse promptly crumbles into a pile of rubble. You stand back, catch, catching your breath, and a shock to the See the rubble from the pile start rising into the air. The stone fragments whirl about in, a, in an amazing velocity and begin to piece themselves together in mid-air. It's as if hundreds of unseen hands are rebuilding the statue at a blinding pace. In a matter of moments, the statue has been completely restored and stands still and silent in its original pose, as if the combat never occurred. Out of the corner of your eye, you notice a flash bright flash of light light in the direction of the plinth. And I go back to this statue and nothing happens. Now, 
the Wolf Knight. As you approach the statue of the knight, whose armour bears the emblem of wolf, it suddenly comes to life. The figure, once frozen in stone, is now flesh and blood standing before you. The knight takes several steps in your direction, brandishing his axe. I've hunted you for almost an age. Your trail of terror ends here, murderer. Attack the knight, knight of the wolf. Go to all plus eight for this one. And down it goes. The knight staggers forward and collapses, his lifeblood spilling forth from his open wounds. And this one is magically rebuilt. Rebuilt as well. It's pretty, it's exactly the same as last time. Now oh, the stag knight. As you approach the statue, the statue of the knight whose armour bears the emblem of a stag, it suddenly comes to life. The figure, once frozen in stone, is now flesh and blood standing before you. The knight stalks towards you. His heavy mace held at the ready. So we meet again, my old foe, he says with a sneer. We shall not both leave the battlefield alive this time. I think there's some sort of mistaken identity. I fight the knight of the stag. And it's a two hit of nine. So they're getting tougher. But still, still very easy. Knight staggers forward and collapses, his lifeblood spinning forth from his open wounds. And this one is fixed. Now the Serpent Knight. Yep, the fate comes to life again. The knight walks towards you, a vicious flail perched in his hand. Your insubordination has cost a man his very life. Let your punishment be the forfeit of your own. Attack the knight. Knight of the serpent. Now you're going to roll 11 plus to defeat this one. So I'm going to fight normally now. The knight lashes out with his flail. The battle is mine, snarls the light as he attacks. And the battle is mine, snarls the light as he attacks again. But nevertheless, it wasn't, you are saying, 8 XP. The knight staggers forward and collapses, his lifeblood spilling forth from his open wounds. Alright, and, and this one's healed. This one's fixed too. Now, the bear knight. The knight take one look at you. And his face twists into a frightening portrait of hatred. He charges you once, at once. His massive battle axe cleaving the air before him in wide strokes. Traitor! A traitor in our midst! He screams. Attack the knight. The knight of the bear. Alright, I've got this is also an 11 plus. Die like the dog you are! Growls the knight as he attacks. Well, this one is slain. Yep, and he falls down. But not for long, as he is rebuilt somehow. Alright, next up is the Knight of the Dragon. It suddenly comes to life. The Knight holds aloft a magnificent shining sphere. He lowers the weapon and assumes a battle-ready stance. The Knight looks directly into your eyes and speaks. 
May the All-Father give me this fight, he says, his voice devoid of any emotion. I'm going to attack this knight. Knight of the Dragon. Then I will travel higher. By the All-Father, I'll have your blood, screeks the knight as he attacks. He stabs with his spear. And, by the All-Father, I'll have your blood, shrieks the knight as he attacks again. And, and, oh, and it and he is throwing 20 XP now. The knight stags forward and collapses his knife blood. Yep, same as. And he is magically rebuilt. And that just leaves one heal. Going to heal myself from those. Now, the knight of the griffin. Yep, upon seeing... Seeing you, the knight smiles and rests his tall wooden staff over his shoulder. You don't have to do this, he says, a cautionary tone sleeping his voice. No one need die here tonight under such a magnificent sky. Uh, probably, but I'm attacking you anyway. Knight of the Griffin. It's another plus twelve, apparently. Yep. The knight strikes at you with his long wooden staff. The knight strikes at you with, um, just with, with his long wooden staff. Knight attacks you with blinding speed. Strikes it, attacks you with his long wooden staff, long wooden staff, slain. 36 experience now. The knight staggers forward and collapses. His lifeblood spilling forth from his open wounds. Alright, there's now, now let's see what's been happening at that plinth. Because every time I was defeated, there was a flash of light in the direction of the plinth. Examine the plinth. Move to the centre of the clearing. Okay, I can west here. Examine the plinth. Place your hand in the impression. The moment your hand fits into the impression, the entire plinth begins to glow a bright yellow. The glow becomes so intense that you're forced to avert your eyes for fear of being blinded by it. When the glow subsides, you turn to, fa to face the plinth and are surprised to see that there is something resting on its surface. Without hesitation, you reach down and take possession of the curious find. It's the blade of the fox. Melee waiting plus four. This this enchanted longsword is incredibly sharp. Incredibly light, but its blade is strong and ever sharp. It makes no noise as it cuts through the air. The silhouette of a leaping fox has been inscribed on the blade. This weapon is of magical quality. Alright, now. Alright, now. Now, the thing with this quest is you got to defeat all seven knights seven times. And they're the same each time. So, I'm going to pause while I defeat them this time. Okay. Alright, here's some description from the Knight of the Serpent. The knight sounds a fierce battle cry and lays a stabbing blow upon you for three damage. Alright, ready to place my hand in the impression again. The moment your hand fits into the impression, the entire plinth begins to glow bright yellow. 
the glow becomes so intense that you're forced to avert your eyes for fear of being blinded by it. When the glow subsides, you turn back to face the plinth and are surprised to see there's something resting on its surface. Without hesitation, you reach down and take possession of the curious find. The gauntlets of the wolf. Okay, it's one stamina point of one agility. It's, it's just not worth equipping at all in pretty much any situation. This thin paired gauntlet is quite strong. The head of a wolf is engraved, is inscribed on each one. Alright, now I've got to defeat them all over again. And we'll get you back, I'll show you, get back to show you the next item. Item time. Oh, 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 wait. No, no, wait, I went back well. It's the plinth. It's the plinth impression you put your hand in, not the stat, not the slap. Place your hand in the impression on the slap. The moment your hand fits into the impression, blinding light, blah, blah, blah. You reach down and take possession of the curious find, the helm of the stag. This large full helm has been inscribed with leaping stags on either side. It's two salama points and one spirit. Yeah, it's it's not, not that good. The thing is, this quest was one of the first quests ever made in this game. Ever. Uh, so this, 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 this is before Stoneback Hill. You know, this this was a, this was made where getting any armor was was an important was something worth going on a big quest for. Yep, uh, and now um, back to the statues again. All right, now to get the item, place hand in the impression. The moment your hand fits into the impression, the applier plinth begins to glow a bright yellow. Go become so intense that you are forced to avert your eyes for fear of being blinded by it. When the glow subsides, you turn back to face the plinth, surprised to see there's something resting on the surface. Without hesitation, you reach down and take possession of the curious find. It's the wing of the serpent. Now there's another much better serpent wing that I will be getting pretty soon. That it might, you might, <laughs> might confuse the two if you're just looking at an adventurous profile. But this one is kind of, kind of rubbish. One stamina point, one aura. It's probably going to go straight into storage and never be seen again. Although admittedly, most equipment does. Or you sell it. Please continue. Yep. Now back to the statues. And the item is the belt of the bear. Which is waste armor with three encumbrance. And increases stamina points by one. And might by two. Now, of course, all those direct boosts to stats, they kind of were 
boys for in the past. But I think they rejigged the character roller, so. Now, most people start off with at or close to all 20s in those seven stats. Now, there are other uh, ways have been put into Wisdom permanently now, too. Several ways. So, you, ten, you, don't, you don't need the bonuses you get on equipment. Yeah, and now I got a, that's the fifth item. And you might have noticed that all of these items have the names of the knights. So there's going to be seven of them. We've got the bear. Now we have to fight, you got to get the item with the, the dragon knights thing. And the griffin nice thing. I hope they oh, I hope at least one of them is good because otherwise this quest is mechanically a waste of time. Of course. There's always a question what is happening here? Why are they attacking me? Or is it they don't they must think I'm someone else. Someone. Someone who did some sort of vile treachery. Treachery and, and probably did. And there's another someone who turned all these people into statues. Or maybe it's just. He's, they just made these statues and they're just saying these things. Who knows? Anyway, I think when I've defeated the seven statues seven times, all will be revealed. There's two more, just two, two more rounds of the statues to go. See you soon. Okay, and we're back with the, we're back having defeated seven statues. Statues again, and thus lighting up the plinth seven times. And now we get the, the dragon, the knight of the dragon, dragon's item, and the shield of the dragon. This is melee weighting plus two. Now that's actually, at the very start of this game, that's a pretty decent item. Especially if you're playing, a, you're playing a, playing a, a free, a non-AG account. In which case, it will be, it, it will be the shield you wield until you can get Galgarok shield, or you can get a very high level of conjuration. And summoner, even better shield, but that, you're not going to do that. Now, as I say, now back to the statues. See you soon. Okay, I'm going to touch the plinth for the seventh time. Something may happen. 
the moment. Yep, and bright light, and an item appears. The Cape of the Griffin. Ooh, this is armor for my back, for which I currently have no, no equipment at all. And it's magical. As you would expect from something acquired in this manner. It boosts your melee weighting by two and your stamina points by two. And I'm going to equip that right now. There it goes. It is now equipped. And since I have a cape, I can now fight crime. Although admittedly I had fought, fought, fought crime before. But now I can fight more crime and look better doing it. And I just got I just got to I just got to perfect my movement so that it swooshes behind me in the right way. Hmm. Perhaps I could summon an air, air elemental. You know, just to keep blowing the wind blowing wind blowing a gentle breeze at me. So it billows behind me, and I look really cool. Unfortunately, since this is a medieval setting, I don't have to worry about it getting sucked into a jet engine. Which is a definite advantage. Yes. Yes, because I'm just going to keep wearing that cape for a long time. As you step back from your plinth, you are suddenly startled by the sound of someone behind you calling your name. You spin about, steering yourself for what might be an attack. However, the sight that greets you when you turn around is entirely unexpected. The seven knights, no longer in the former statues, stand only a short distance away in the tall grass. Weapons they once wielded are nowhere to be seen. And the formerly hostile demeanours have been replaced with friendly smiles. Thank you, Zoop, says the knight, who bears the emblem of the griffin. You have set us free from this eternal prison, and for that we are grateful. In life, our anger and thirst for vengeance came at the cost of justice and compassion. Now, in this final death, we have been freed, and may at last truly rest. The knight who bears the emblem of the bear is the next to speak. Take the items you have been granted, Zoop, and go forth from this place. May the All-Father guide and protect you, and may you always temper anger with compassion. 250 XP to General. Alright, I think, wait a minute, I think they were all seeking vengeance against all seeking vengeance against different people and this is some sort of punishment they got because they went on this warring rampage of revenge and it got out of hand and they angered some sort of wizard who cursed them until they had taste, tasted defeat seven times or something like that and I, don't, I don't think they 
how exactly this happened and how exactly defeating them up seven times worked is a mystery. And I've got 256 experience to general. I might have said that before. If I did, sorry. As the seven nights shimmer and fade from view, a strange sensation washes over you. Everything goes black. Your eyes fly open and you stagger to your feet. You're standing in the middle of a glassy clearing. The light of day streaming in from above. You leave the queening clearing, move back down the tumbled path into the forest. Yeah, and nothing's in that clearing now. Now back to the village of Dirtstick. Now there's one more place. There's one more place. There's Tilaro. She has elixirs, but I bought one a while back. Visit my small dwelling. You can store items there. I bought it for uh, 50 gold a while back. You can also rest there. Rest there if, if you want to, which means you can also save. Which is definitely, definitely a nice thing to consider. But now, there's also Idswin's Cottage. Previously, I got, I got, I got some rather nice items from there. The Goblin Doom Sword. And the Adventurer's Ring, which is still part of my equipment. Idswin's small cottage sits on the edge of a weedy pond, mile or so from the centre of Dernstig. He and his wife Dishna have settled down to spend their older years in quiet comfort. The friendly couple come out and greet you as you approach and, and usher you into their humble but pleasant abode. Isrita serves you up a steaming bowl of porridge while Iswin fetches you a mug of palo, fresh from the pot dangling over the fire. You talk at length with Iswin and Jiswara, telling all about your latest adventures and listening and sometimes feigning interest, relates to you many of the recent happenings in and around Dernstig. Missing suddenly tells you he recently came across something in one of his old adventure journals that might be of interest to you. Hey, do you know that there's this guy who came round and cleared a bar for fact? Yeah, that was me. Also, there's this other guy who came round and he defeated these seven statues seven times. Yeah, that was also me. What about that guy with the pumpkins? Nope, that, that was me too. <laughs> do you do everything of interest around here? Seems that way. Iswin suddenly tells you recently came across something on one of his old adventure journals that might be of interest to you. It's the location of Tar Cold Crypt. Oh, there's a link here. Lord Tarkold, the cruel, and some would say maniacal, Lord Krakold ruled over the southwest portion of Tissa as a vassal to the king. Nearly 500 years ago, his reign over the people of southwest Tissa was a tyrannical one. The list of his wicked deeds is indeed a long one. When he died, it said his supporters, as cruel as their master, Buried him in a secret tomb so his remains would not be disturbed. Oh, is that a challenge? I am going to so disturb those remains. I'm going to disturb them right up the grill. I'm going to gonna take the bones and I'm going to 
I, I don't know. Gonna pose them in compromising positions, or maybe just play drums. <laughs> he tells you, returning to the room bearing a weighty leather coloured tone. He opens the large book and shows you a crudely stretched map map of the countryside surrounding Dernstick, stabbing his finger at a spot almost five miles east of the village. You are quite familiar with the legend of Tor, Lord Tarkorn, a brutal tyrant who many centuries ago ruled over the people of southwest Tissa as a vassal to the king. When he died, he said his supporters, as cruel as their master, buried him in a teep, secret tomb so his remains would never be disturbed. I found the entrance to the tomb many years ago, says Ozum, but of course never dared venture into it. I'm not one for disturbing the dead as they rest, but old, old Tarko isn't worth, uh, worth any such consideration now. Let me tell you how to get to the crypt from here. You listen intently as Ozum explains to you the most direct route to the crypt from his cottage. When he's finished, you have little... Gerson, you have to find your way there with little difficulty. You thank Erzwin, um, for imparting the location of the crypt to you and prepare to set off away. Note, to travel to Tarkold Crypt, use the travel option in Durstig and look for Tarkold Crypt in the, in, in the list of special locations. Okay, and there. Okay, that's all the, I think that's all the unofficial quests in Durstig done. So I'll go and stop now. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.